Welcome to episode six. Six already, you know. Can you believe it? Oh my time God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> way. Firstly, I just want to quickly say congratulations, Banky. I did listen to you on the real podcast. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Thank you. Congratulations to you. I saw you took over Dr. Recommend's um, stories for 24 hours. Oh, it was stressful. Listen, Insta stories are very stressful. No, it's very, very stressful for anyone doing it. We'll probably go into that on another podcast. But how these bloggers do it all the time, I don't know. I don't, it's a lot. It's a lot. Let's just say the least. But yay, making moves, making moves. No, that I chose a power word. I went to a business event and I chose a power word and my power word for this year was collaborative success. So that's mine. I wanted to, but I had tried to make it like fit into one, so I hyphenated it. I was like, yeah, that's my word. That's nice. That's 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 saucy. You know, it's a saucy. Extra cash shop, no onion vinegar and salt. Oh, with the sriracha. Don't forget the sriracha. <laughs> you love a sriracha, <laughs> innit? Listen, they had it in Sweden, you know. They had it mixed with the ketchup. You know, I wanted to take a few back, but then yeah. um, the burst in my pocket. <laughs> 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 I just wiped up the sriracha. I was just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, this is me, you know, to work. This is me. <laughs> Well, in in true Tudora fashion, you know what's coming next? You know what I'm going to ask you? Where did you go and what did you eat? Oh, boy, where did I go? So I was in Sweden um, for a few days. So from last Thursday to Friday, um, I stayed in the main part in the capital, Stockholm. I hope it is the capital. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I stayed in the capital, (laughs) Stockholm. It's what I'm saying. It's what I'm, someone will probably write in and be like, "Well, actually, but um, yeah, I stayed in Stockholm, like the centre, and eating wise. So I had a bit of food. I wouldn't say I had anything extravagant because I find sometimes when you're travelling, even though people will give you great recommendations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's not always easy to get to those places. So I mean, I just eat what's there. I'm not that fussy. So um. One place I would say, if you do go to Sweden, definitely try out Max. It's like their version of um, McDonald's, but it's really, oh, you know, when the, well, we all know European burgers and that tastes like completely different to the British ones. So the meat tastes good. Um, the services, the service is busy because there's so many people go there. And I think it could be 24 hours. So like after the club, people will still be going. But um, definitely hit up there. So I think I had like this chicken burger thing with onion rings in there. And then I had some 
chicken wings. The chicken wings was quite nice. And like I said, you get the little sriracha sauces in the pot. They've got a variety of sauces there. They had some like funky ones as well. And I cannot remember for the life of me what they were. But um, definitely helped those two places in Sweden, which I'll probably go into a bit more after. Um, Banke, where did you go? What did you eat? I went to Red Rooster in Shoreditch. Um, I hate and I went to the House Gospel Choir Brunch. And that was good. Ooh. So I no longer go to church. Sorry, mum. But that was a nice Sunday morning kind of vibe. Nice little gospel Ooh. and house mixed together. I was just like, my favourite <laughs> gospel and house. Like, can't go wrong. Oh, I heard about that. Um, I don't know. if Is it always gospel house or just gospel singers or gospel choirs? Because I heard about something similar before there. But I don't know if it was gospel house or just gospel. It's both. It's just a mix of both. Mm-hmm. having fun really so yeah if you not really a church girl but you want to be taken to church then pretend <laughs> it's on every sunday um i think from 12 till 4 what did you eat there because when i went there i the one in shortest i hated the food i ate it because i was hungry and i had drink i tried to tell them i didn't like it to get a discount mm. and he's like but you ate it though <laughs> that's what I'm saying too fast isn't it no I had um I'm doing vegan January so I had um creamed kale which obviously the cream I shouldn't have had and mac and cheese which obviously the cheese I shouldn't have had but that was the only meat options I mm-hmm. you know I could see there and um tap water because I was on a budget hey nothing wrong with that <laughs> The um, placeholders because they had African print. I was like, well, they stole the African print from us, so I'm gonna steal it back. No, you need to. No, I feel you need to um, put a picture on the Insta story. (laughs) I see what I stole. (laughs) Uh, I ate was I went to my local Blackbird Bakery. It's one on Queens Road. Oh, we went, you took me there once, yeah. didn't it? Nice, I like, I like their breakfast as well. They've really got good options. Mm-hmm. Now, I did a vegan breakfast. Um, The vegan was just making me break out in spots. And I was just like, listen. Really? So I didn't have vegan stuff. I had a pistachio, pistachio cake and a hot chocolate mm-hmm. with almond milk. I tried. Oh, wow. What sort of things did they have for their vegan breakfast? Oh, actually, I forgot to tell you. I- uh, Red Rooster, I did have um, a crumble, but I could have made a better one. It was like... It's not nice. Let me just put it out there, yeah. Ginger it's not. Ginger ice cream kind of made it nice, but I could have made a better one. It's okay. I wouldn't take... Go there or anything like that. You know what it was? The one in America is quite nice, obviously, but that one, I just felt like I had the chicken and waffles because I was starving, and it was probably like, say, 12 o'clock or something in Shoreditch. The chicken was just dead. The waffle was dead. They put a gherkin on the side. I was hungry. So I just was like, I was munching it down. I think there's like a gherkin and a cucumber on the side. It just didn't make sense. (laughs) It was like, you know what I mean? It just didn't. It just didn't add up. Um, And I believe, like, I'm a person, I eat my porridge and my toast at the same time. Like, you can mix things, but it just didn't add up. It was just... I was just hungry. I really was. And this is where your greed gets you somewhere. Sometimes, like, I was literally thinking, oh, they're going to give me a blight and just say, take off the menu. They're like, nah, but you ate it. So, okay. <laughs> embarrassing. Gosh. <laughs> Speaking of discounts and trying to get things on budget, we will be talking to you guys today about 
Shireen's recent visit to Sweden and budget holidays, mainly yes. with Ryanair. Mm. So, Ryanair, this is the thing, yeah. <clears throat> when I was looking at first, like, so basically, I found Sweden through um, a Twitter thread. So, if anyone follows Move with Doyin, she sometimes tweets cheap deals. So, I think I must have booked it about. Feel like I booked it in probably like October, November. I cannot remember for the life of me, to be fair. So I think I booked it in about October, and she literally tweeted all like cheap places to go to between I think it was like October and January or February. So I saw that pop on. Pardon? What's her um, socials again? Um, move with Doyin. So I'll put it in the link. She's the founder of um, the BB Traveling Cops, another girl that was there, mm-hmm. um, small woman with the glasses. And she's also the co-founder, well, co-founder of BB Traveling Cop and Wing Collectives. Okay. So she works with them. But I think she has, I could be wrong, affiliations with Skyscanner as well. Okay. So basically she went into Skyscanner and tweeted a good like 10 to 12 deals from running from, I think, Europe to Gambia. Couldn't I can't, There's a few locations, but I think at the time, some of them were like in December straight away. And that's when I was going to Mexico. But she literally just ran that tweet through. And I saw Sweden on there as it was for January. And it was literally like £20 returns. I was thinking, you know what? I need to jump on these budget holidays because this is what people seem to be doing. And this is actually the way people are travelling more for less. Because £20, you blink and you spend £20. Like the week before I went to Sweden, the amount of money I spent trying to buy things for Sweden was definitely more than £20. So I thought to myself, okay, um, let me just book it, go for it. If I don't want to show up on the day, what's £20? But before I booked it, I kind of put a call out on Instagram and Twitter to see if there's anyone that's been to Sweden, what do they think? Because, you know, sometimes you kind of you in an R in when you haven't been to a country. And also I was like, what am I going to do? So originally I wanted to go solo. And then my friend messaged me to say she wanted to jump on it. And her friends, I said, you know what? Cool, come. My cousin said she wanted to jump on it. Eventually, it just ended up being two of us. Um, but I was like, it was actually worth it. I think the thing with Sweden and some of the Ryanair flights is kind of linked to that um, that post you sent me regarding, like, their airports, where they are. So a lot of them, they're quite far out airports. So you have to balance if it's cost-effective for you to do it. So for me, Sweden was actually kind of cost-effective. I did pick an early flight, which I find I keep doing this. And it works out a lot more because you've got to pay your taxi, your transfers, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the airport wasn't that far from me. So a lot of them, they fly from Stansted. Stansted Expresses. So not Stansted Express, the Stansted coaches. I think they're like 24 hour anyway. So that was, say, about £13 for a return to book to the airport, which I had a discount code for anyway. So I'd say anytime you're booking try see check for discount codes because there's so many sites which is probably another episode we can talk about literally how to do this whole budget thing because there's so many little tricks and hacks um so that saved me a lot of money as well the only downside which isn't a big downside was the airport you fly into in sweden isn't the main one so it's about an 80 minute bus journey then into Sweden so it's if you want to do all that some people like quick and convenient but I think the whole experience of doing it was fine the coach was about 20 pounds so if I add in my flights my luggage my coach and my transfers I probably spent all together maybe just under 100 which is still really good 
Mm. Yeah, and then even out there, a lot of people like Sweden's expensive, blah blah blah. That was an budget too, but we can go into that afterwards. <laughs> so, what was your first thoughts about Sweden? Like, when I think about Sweden, I think about IKEA or they kill IKEA. <gasps> Uh, listen, design, listen. fashion, blonde haired models, snow, art, they're really renowned for their art, and meatballs. So, what were your first impressions and thoughts about Sweden? Wow, you've basically touched on everything that Sweden was, minus the blonde hair. Um, <laughs> there was a few blondies, but you know what? My first thoughts, I didn't actually have much because I didn't even think that far. So, it literally just like, should I go? Should I not go? And all I kept thinking is, damn, it's going to be cold and are they going to be friendly? Um, they were very friendly. But that is Sweden altogether. It is IKEA. If you love IKEA, you love Sweden. And their shops, a lot of their general like decor shops, they have that IKEA look. Like, I swear you love it. Their museum's amazing, which I go into. Um, Lidl. Lidl is Swedish, but it's some form of Scandinavian. Lidl is one of my favourite shops, so I was up in Lidl. Um, and what else my favourite from Sweden? Dime bars. Love a dime bar. Dime bar, Swedish. And H&M. H&M is Swedish, and H&M comes like their, um, their version of Primark. Mm-hmm. And it's literally got everything. You can get makeup in H&M, and you can actually get makeup for people of colour as well throughout Sweden, which I was quite surprised. Like, a lot of their general stores had a lot of darker colors there there was a lot of representation in regards to using black models as well um i went to a museum and they had a shop and they had a few um black children's books in the shop they had some really nice like black art books but because some of them were in swedish i thought i don't want to buy it and to be fair i'm not gonna all i'm gonna do is look through the pages i might as well take a picture and then go about my business so that was my main thoughts previous after I booked I actually just did a call out on Instagram and Twitter and just asked people like what to do and that's where I got my info from really okay cool so um you did you travel with Ryanair you said yes we went with Ryanair Uh, um did you know Ryanair have a reputation so yes is um that put you off at all? Or did that encourage you? Were you motivated by it? Talk to me. Funny enough, I t- I kind of forgot about their reputation, which is really bad. So um, I've flown, this is probably the third time I've flown with Ryanair, maybe the fourth. So the first time I flew with them, fine, was when I went to Croatia. I think I flew with them again, but I can't remember where. Um, I flew with them when I went to Portugal and they did cancel my flight. I haven't sorted it out yet. They haven't got back to me. So Ryanair, you owe me some money. And then obviously there's that issue with the racist rant. But when I was booking, all I saw was the price. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw the price. And you know what? At the end of the day, the cabin staff did not um, perform correctly with the whole issue with the lady in the racist rant. But I don't think you can blame Ryanair as a whole. And I think you kind of know when you're booking, you're going to get what you pay for. If you pay... F- 20 pound like I paid like 20 pound or 30 including luggage some people it was five pound there five pound back not including luggage so for a tenner what you what do you expect if they're charging us a tenner to go how much they're going to be paying their staff realistically so for me didn't affect my booking and I would actually probably go again like I always book priority so I can have the extra bag and carry my bag on and I think you just deal with it really you can't be paying change and expecting um, luxury, point blank. Yeah. 
I mean, I've flown with Ryan and probably once to go Germany a couple of years. I'm talking good six, seven years ago. So I can't actually remember what they are now. I just tend to go for EasyJet. They're my lovely. Mm-hmm. I love EasyJet. They are great for value for money. But um, with Ryan, at that point, they were trialing to pay for the toilet. And I know that's against uh? any kind of laws or whatever. So that just put me straight off. I was just like, I'm not paying for it to be. I, like, I will piss on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll look at me pissing on the floor. And I'll look back at you. And what are you going to do? Like, I just thought it was just out of order. I thought, nah. I just, the way I just held my womb, held that piece. I was like, nah, I'm not paying. I'm no, not paying. So obviously they've changed since then. So that's that a long ago. And um, unfortunately, I didn't hear about the family incident that you said there was family. Um... That was on. Um, that was actually on Tui. It wasn't Ryanair. However, Tui, I've flown with them before, but I still kind of class them to an extent as a budget in a way compared to like British Airways and like um, Emirates. I still think they're like kind of the budget of that version yeah. of those versions. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um two weeks. So I think that case was in a nutshell. A family were flying from Birmingham, mm-hmm. and I don't know. They booked through another site, and they didn't have no um seat. So I don't know if the they overbooked. So I don't know if it was the site that overbooked, or it was linked to the plane, or no, they changed the plane. So whatever seat, say they're on twenty seven F. There isn't any twenty seven E and F on those types of planes. So they legit. I think they. Gave like a seat to the daughter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then the parents, they let them sit in like the air, not where the air hostess sit in them, fold up chairs. Yeah. But then at one stage, they made them sit on the floor. And like the little girl came and sat with her parents because she felt like she on her own. I think they tried to offer some change, like something crap, like £30, pounds, something absolutely rubbish. Um, but I think obviously the woman took the pictures, tweeted about it, and they gave them a full refund. But I think things like that is just ridiculous. Like, you can't do that to someone. You can't then try and offer them a little bit of change. Like, it doesn't make sense. But that's what some of these budget ones do, isn't it? Okay. That was the deal with that. Well, what would you do if that happened to you? Well, if, if I'm sitting on the floor and there's... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll sit on the floor. JJ, I'll sit on the floor. I will tweet every mother F in sight. I'm taking pictures. I'm telling them I got splinters. I'm telling them I got whiplash. I'm telling them I got everything. <laughs> and you know their floors are filthy and all they're filthy. <laughs> the floor, <laughs> me, a whole floor. No, 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 no. It's not they're possible. Bad, you know. The floor. I said, wow. They're gonna have to put me up in a hotel. What a wow. I won't even say much. <laughs> Just what a wow. That will be it. That's it. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, Madness. yeah, mad. <clears throat> Funny thing as well about um going back to Ryanair. I think because the flight was so cheap and Doyen's got quite a huge platform, the amount of black people on that flight, the amount of people that I even knew on that flight, it was ridiculous. Like everyone got the memo. This flight was so cheap. The flight was absolutely ram. It was ram. Gosh. So it really shows people are doing this budget thing. Like I know there's been some changes. So I think before with Ryanair, you could actually have two luggage, two hand luggages. Mm. But now it's literally like unless you don't pay for the extra, you have to bring a one bag. Which some people are just seeing them with the one bag. I'm thinking I don't know how you're doing this. Like I needed the case and the backpack. But it's it's calm. I think for a few days when you weigh it up, it means that you'll get around Europe a lot easier as well. And I think 
I didn't do it, but from Sweden, you can get trains to other Scandinavian countries and stuff. So if you wanted to mix all that in, then the option's definitely there. I just found like for us, we were quite tired. So you know how we were talking about before, how we plan our trips and this, that and the other. I didn't really plan that well. So um, once again, I went to Amazing Twitter and two people sent me their blog. So it was um, a girl called Meg Fabulous uh, at her because she had a wicked blog. Another guy called Johnny's Travel Adventures. I uh, at them. I put them both in there. Mm-hmm. I was just was they all just said what they kind of did. So I kind of followed what they did. Asked a few people, and also just went with the flow and asked around. But um, anyone going to Sweden, there's actually a lot of free walking tours you can do. Um, so another girl that was there, she did those. And I know around a few European countries you can do that. So I would advise anyone, even myself, next time you travel, maybe check out the free walking tours as well of um, wherever you're going. Okay. So on the whole, um, <clears throat> you touched on it, but what would mm-hmm. you say a budget um, flight's worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this case it really was. So um, I'm fine to talk my business. I literally went to Sweden. Everyone says Sweden's expensive, et cetera, et cetera. And it is and it can be. However, it can definitely be done on a budget. So if you're going to book a budget holiday, also try and research where you're going to see if it's cost effective. So altogether in Sweden, I only spent about maybe £200, just over, which is very cheap for four days. Four days, um, okay, so, cool. yeah, that's cool. Four days, yes. Yeah. So I got there Thursday midday and I left Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hold on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, and I left Sunday about midday as well. Okay. So four days, which is quite good. Um, some of the little things I did, so I've got a revolt card. So it's like, it's like a um, prepaid top-up card, a bit similar to Monzo, but I think that you don't get the same. I don't think they charge you to convert your money. So I literally put, some money on there because in Sweden, one piece, they don't use cash everywhere. They prefer to use cards. Some places are completely cashless, which I was told before I got there. So I just changed a hundred in cash and then put 200 on that card. And I said, let me see how it flows. Spent my cash where I could. And then I used my card and it was fine. Um, budget wise, what else? So they have a train system quite similar to ours, which is amazing. It's even easier than the London Underground. It's like got the little blue line, all those stuff. So it's simple. So I would say go for that because you can buy different travel tickets. So you've got like your one day ticket. Can't remember how that how much that one was. I think your three day pass works out about thirty pounds, which isn't bad because I'm sure if you're getting on the train, well, you can tell me this. If you get on the train, like to go to work, if you're tapping in, that would be about ten pounds a day, isn't it? If you don't get a travel card. Yeah, depending when um, you start your journey. Sometimes it can yeah. be £15, depending on what zone. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they had a week pass. They only do one day, three day, and I think five days or a week. So we actually took the time out to wait. So when we got off the coach, there was other people who just, like, got taxis to their apartments and everything. We took our time, and it was actually worth it doing that because you can get on the train, the metro, and they use ferries as well. So I actually got on like a mini little ferry boat thing to take you across to certain places. So it's it's definitely worth it. And it's very easy to navigate. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was very cheap. Like I was very shocked. Like even food wise, we um, had an apartment. So we went to good old Lidl. Went to Lidl. I brought my breakfast supplies. So all I had to do was really eat throughout the day. Um 
didn't really do anything over fancy. I literally would see somewhere and we're like, we're hungry, let's go. But I know there's like certain hot spots that people say to go. So what you're saying in regards to meatballs, there's this meatball, could be meatball factory or something, which I didn't reach there, but they have like, um, bought like wild boar and stuff like that. But I went somewhere else that had meatballs there, which was quite nice, which they serve with um, cranberries. It was mm. really lovely actually. Uh, what else? Um, so that was, yeah, it kept the cost very, very low. Very low. And they've got Uber as well. So you can do Uber. Um, what else to find? So I'm a person, when I travel, I sometimes like to pre-drink before I go anyway. I did go out, but my drinks were luckily brought for me because I'm special. So I didn't have to spend there anyway. Um, when you get to the airport, like a bottle of Coke is about a fiver. So there's things like that that are very expensive. Um, Shopping-wise... If you love shopping, they have amazing fashion. I didn't go everywhere, but I spoke to some other people and certain places they went. Um, there were loads of cheaper stuff, but because it's sale at the moment, H&M had sale, so I brought a few things. Zara had sale. So I don't think it's as bad as people make out. I really don't think it is. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> went off on a tangent there, but you're answering the next question. No. <laughs> response, I would say, budget uh, flights are... Totally worth it. If wherever mm-hmm. you can save money, you know that you can spend more on accommodation or slightly more on your yes. itinerary and spend your money while you're out there. So it's you know, it's a plus. But I would just say just read the small print mm. or you read the terms and conditions to a T. Revise yeah. those terms and conditions. Um, so you don't get caught out by like baggage fees or they smack yes. on fees for book, downloading your boarding pass. Always check online. Ooh. Download the app. So if you know going with uh, Rhino, download the app, I would say. And mm-hmm. um, just choose your seats in advance. So sometimes there's a 30-day window. Some people have a two-week window because you, they'll start slapping on prices for seats and you're thinking seats should be free. But I guess if you check in all together online or all together in person, you can get seated together, especially if you're in a group. Do you pay for your seats then? Because I don't. I never check in. Um, I don't pay for them. Certain uh, airlines make you pay for your seats. Oh, Ryanair do, but um, what's well, you don't have to, but then you yeah. won't be seated near who you know. So I don't want to sit near anyone I know anyway. Um, but like, <laughs> I'm terrible. Like, even on family holidays, they'll be like, "Oh, do you want to pay?" I'm like, "If you don't want to pay, you can pay." But I, I'm fine to sit on my own. I know yeah, it's cheap, but. Anyway, but it's fine. But yeah, you're right. Definitely download the apps key because I know with Ryanair, for anyone doing it, if you risk downloading it on the day, it may not work. And also, it's about fifty five, fifty five euros or something. For if you don't pass, isn't it? For the boarding pass, for boarding pass. If you don't do it from before, I swear it's about that price. I saw fifty something, but you have to pay. So either print it before or have the app. What I usually do is I download the app. And I take a picture of it. But depending on where you go, some places can't always register the picture. So you either need to, like, turn the light up on your phone or you might need to go into the app. Um, but I find when you go into the app, you need to have your um, your boarding, your flight number. We sometimes don't have it on you. So that's a good thing to have. I think that message that you sent me about Ryanair, um, I'll find the link. That's I'm sure it's a certain point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure we said certain countries won't even let you use the app, so you have to print it off. So it's 
um very good to look at that as well because i don't know if it's a german country or something you need it printed so that's definitely something to look at but with ryanair if you let them allocate it randomly like i think the 24 hours before then it's free but if you want to sit by your people then you're gonna have to pay <laughs> simples so they know what they're doing they know yeah, there's always little bits so they can get you get you out. You just have to be smart and make sure you read yes. all your transactions and make sure you you know you're extra prepared. You've got your app, you've got your flight information. You know which airport you're going for. Some people don't even have that information. I'm thinking, do you, do you, do you know who you are in life? Like, what are you what are you playing at? What's going on? <laughs> and like, as Shireen said, make sure you always have a printed copy because you never know. For I always yeah. get my return and my outbound so yeah yeah definitely because um my friend i went with she's she doesn't have a british passport she has a zambian passport so her going through is a madness through like checking and stuff and they have other regulations and i think when we were flying she couldn't print off the boarding pass at first she got it eventually but they were very strict with that so even if you book in somewhere maybe check beforehand if you haven't printed it off from the uk to see if there's anywhere nearby not the day before a few days before if you can print it off or ask um the concierge or the hotel but some places they won't do it for you so that would be a good thing to check as well just in case okay um also wanted to say for those who didn't get to travel in January and you want a taste of Swedish life in mm. London what you can do to get that Swedish feel okay so there's a few places I'll just name a few mm. there's the Swedish Church of London um and obviously for meetings religious exchanges cultural exchanges um and they also have a Christmas fair that starts towards the end of November um, there's a totally Swedish shop for everything Swedish food, children's products, and handicrafts. Where's that? And that in Marylebone on Crawford mm. Street. They also have um, this group called London Svenska. I'm not sure if I've pronounced it correctly, but I will put this information on our page. Um, and it's like it's a non church related social gathering for people that are interested in Sweden or pe Swedish people to come meet and have fun community events. So yeah. check that out. <laughs> we'll probably will check that out to be fair because you know we're eggs up like that. Yeah. <laughs> They've got another bar called the Cosmopole Bar, which is in Chelsea. So if you've mm -hmm. got uh, money and time, go and visit there. They've got DJs lighting up and a great cocktail menu. Um, there's another place called the Harcourt, the Harcourt Arms, and that's in Marlebone again. It seems like Marlebone is the, the Swedish area. And that's got, you know, Swedish cider. And if you know anything about cider, Copperberg is one of their famous ciders. So if you haven't tried it, yes. go and have a try. That goes with literally anything, any food, anything. I, I love cider. And you can buy really cheap Koppenberg. So if you go and you want to do budget, go to Lidl. You can get like, you know, them big cola cola bottle sizes mm. of Koppenberg. You go, you go get yourself one of those when you're there. Oh, nice. Yeah. They sell Koppenberg in Sweden. Lidl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure, well, Lidl. I'm sure it was Lidl, you know. Okay. Sure. There's also a Nordic bakery, which is in, from memory, if I remember... Somewhere in central London. 
when they have good coffee because I know Swedish they take pride in their food and their cakes so if you ever around there the Scandinavian kitchen which is also in Oxford Circus um with homemade Swedish recipes and in speaking of cider there's um there's also another one called Red Recordalik. I don't know if I said it correctly. I've seen it before, yeah. Cider. So they always, in the wintertime, in November, on Brick Lane, have a, a winter forest pop-up bar. So do get there and give it a try. There's also the Nordic Bar, which is, again, in West End. Um, and it's an actual ice bar. I think they have an ice bar, I think. I went ice bar when I was there. It was amazing. And the last one... Last but not least, bear with me, guys, is Fika, F-I-K-A, which is a Swedish bar and grill in Brick Lane. In short. Okay. I think I'm going to check them out because, you know what, I would definitely go back. If anyone goes to Sweden, as um, Banky mentioned, they have the ice bar there as well. So I think the first ice bar was originally in like some northern northern part of Sweden and they get the ice from there. And I don't know if it was a pop-up one originally. So they've got like a fixed one in Stockholm. So that actually get the transport the ice over. The ice is like really pure. If you want, you can lick the ice, like it's healthy or this malarkey. It comes from like some special river. And then you can go to the ice bar and just have a few drinks there. As long as you keep moving, it's okay. Like Sweden was like minus six, four to six degrees when we went, but they give you all the stuff. So definitely check out the ice bar in Sweden. But I know they've got one in London as well. So um, you can always go to the one in London. Um, check out the ABBA Museum. I thought, mm, is that going to be interesting? But it was really fun. Like if you just want to have some fun, definitely go there because you can sing along do all sorts and there's a few museums as well so got quite a lot of museums there's many free ones so google them but two of them that I went to was one called I think you pronounce it the Moderna Museum which as Banky said earlier um arts wise that's that's really good it's a small one free to get in and they've got about like three minute exhibitions and they also had an army museum, which was quite interesting, actually. Um, Swedish Artillery Museum. And there was, like, a few more around there. Some others got, like, the Nobel Peace Prize Museum. There's loads of things you can do. And once again, on a budget. So I would definitely say, if you see any £5 deals, £10 deals to Sweden, get yourself there. Perfect. And what I would say, food-wise is um there's this thing called small broad i'm not sure if i've pronounced it properly but it basically means butter bread and it's an open sandwich so you get a piece of rye bread which is really nutritious and healthy for you and you can put any spread you like mostly Mm -hmm. butter and um it's just a sandwich without a cover so they put their toppings they they go really crazy they put halloumi beetroot uh fish kippers rocket salad and it's 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 beautiful it's to die for that I would say that's my take home or takeaway meal from Sweden. And Shireen, yeah, lots of information about what you guys can do. So go ahead and book, re listen to this book. podcast, save it, subscribe, tell your friend, yes. tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. <laughs> Shireen, have you got any last Swedish wisdom to pass on to our listeners? Um, I would just say when I get a chance, I will try and upload this on our Instagram highlights as well. So you can see some of the things. 
Uh, last few things about Sweden. The people are absolutely lovely. They're very helpful and friendly. So that's one thing, definitely go. Um, last things. A man did try and push me on the train, so I had to tell him two words, but that was absolutely fine. Um, what else? I think it's just a really nice place. Even if you're into fashion as well, definitely go. Like, it's, lov it's lovely. You can do solo. You can go with friends. Solo is probably nice. So it's probably maybe get there in the summer. But if you want a winter getaway and it's a beautiful city, do that. And one last thing is, like I said, you can get a ferry across. Because I was faffing around trying to post on Instagram. I actually missed the ferry stop, um, which is a bit awkward because getting back is a problem. And I couldn't jump overboard. So, yeah, that was it, really. I'm trying to think. That was the main things. But go. It's just like, if you love Ikea, if you love H&M, and if you love meat, and if you love looking at nice things, Sweden is definitely the place to be. Cool. Well, guys, that will be it from us today. We'll round up. We'll see you soon. Ooh, what we... information from there. And we're closing in on January. So look out for our new content in February, yes. the month of love. Love is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a theme tune, you know, for February. I'm going to find us a theme tune. Alright, guys. T Doris signing out. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, it's all love.